I, I, I looked, I glanced at lots, and I'm like, oh, everybody's life today. These are those days, hallelujah. And I love these kind of days because, uh, you know, Spirit of the Lord moves in these situations. Now, another thing is I don't really have, I didn't really have a thought. I mean, so what I just had was some scripture. So we'll just read some Bible. I'll see if it meshes together. And I'm sure we'll get a point. Everybody say amen. Amen. I, one, I, I can tell you where it's, it's spawned from. I was uh, talking to my sister-in-law yesterday, and I was thinking about my brother. And uh, this, this kind of just, I just started reading the word because I had a minute, and this stuff started coming out. So Galatians chapter 6, <coughs> verse 6, auntie, now listen. One thing I will say is, is uh, we, we seek God, and we usually seek God to give, so he can give us the life that, he, that we want him to give us. And I'm saying that's not really the reason to seek God. I mean, because think about it. If you seek God to get the life that you want, then the life that you want is what you really desire, or do you really desire just the love of God? Amen. See, see, the love of God is what, is what I seek. Whatever life he gives me, I'm going to have to be okay with it. Okay. See, a lot of people come to the Lord because they want the Lord to give them a certain kind of life. I'm not saying that's wrong, but what I am saying is we should come to the Lord for what he's done for us. Everybody say amen. amen. We should come to the Lord thinking about eternity because life down here is very short. Yes, it is. And then you'll look up and you'll be 58. <laughs> and then you, and, and you're like, where did that come from? And then you realize I'm not going to live another 50 years. You know, and so life is very short, and so you start thinking about eternity, and so I'm thinking about, I come, some people come to the Lord because they're scared to go to hell. That's true. And I'm saying, I get that, because, you know, who wants to be roasting, but, but what I will say is still, I, we should come to the Lord because of the love that we have for him. And then when we realize how, how glorious he is, and then we realize what, what kind of relationship we can have, we develop that relationship, and that love continues and that's why we continue walking with the Lord. I'm going to tell you why. Because when you come to the Lord to give you a certain kind of life and you don't get the life, you're probably going to leave him. Right. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to give up. You're probably going to turn away. You're probably, the Bible calls it you're going to grow weary. All right, all right. So, we, so coming to the Lord is coming to the Lord, seeking who God, <laughs> loving who God is. So I couldn't help but think about my brother who says, I, I just, he lays there, he's got this big window in his room. And he says, I just watch the sun go up and I watch it go down. And I'm thinking, here's somebody who's preached Bible all around the world, who's built churches, who we've done so many things together. We, 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 and it's like, he's like, that's my life right now. And I'm like, the hardest thing to do is wait. One of the hardest things that God tells us to do is wait. Yeah. Waiting is so hard because waiting is it, it, confusing, it's troubling, it's painful, and it exposes you. It exposes kind of where you are. It exposes, you know, uh, uh, it reveals your unbelief. It, 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 it exposes your bitterness. Amen. Amen. Because what happens, we'll get bitter at God when, he, when we have to wait too long, man. It starts to bother you when you, when you got to wait too long. Think about it, if it's something that you've been praying for, you believe in God for, and you've been waiting on it. But, man, it, 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 sometimes we wait and it's too long and then we start to react. And most times we begin to drift away. Amen. Amen. It's like it's like I want this life and I tried everything else. I'm gonna try God, and if God don't give me this life, I'm gonna try something else again. Hmm. Right. 
See, some people come to the Lord because they tried other things. Amen. And they say, I'm going to give God a try. And then when God doesn't do what they want, then they, they find something else. So here's my brother laying there waiting. Amen. Tough to do. Auntie, read me some Bible so I can move on. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instruction. No, I just threw this in because it really don't fit what I'm talking about, but I like it. It, it says, whoever is being taught God's word should share the good things that, that they have with the one who's teaching them. I got like two creepy amens. <laughs> it says, whoever is being taught God's word should share the good things that they have with the one who's teaching them. All checks are payable to me, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm not really, I, I don't care about your money. This is what I want you to share with me. I want you to share your victories. I want you to share your, your testimonies. I, I like hearing all that. It keeps me encouraged. I want Amen. you also to share your growth. It keeps me encouraged. Amen. And here's the biggest thing. I want you to share you. When you're not here, I'm not encouraged by you. Amen. Amen. See, because... I, me and Mike, I was talk, talking to Mike about it in, in the back. Because we, we, I've been on the road. I go to big, you know, here, you know the story. And it's like, no matter how big a pastor's church is, he's always worried about people showing up. And I'm like, people showing up? You got like 800 people. If 500 show up, you're good to go, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I don't concern myself with really how many people shows up. I really don't. God, God, God has gotten me past that. I'm just, I would teach five people the Bible if I had to. Just five. Amen. But, but, but what, what I'm saying is, it's like, man, it, how can you share yourself with me? By giving me you. Amen. Because here's the thing. We're humans just like everybody else, and we get tired, we get, we get discouraged. Everybody say amen. amen. We start thinking about other things, and it's like, what you really have is the faces <coughs> that you know and the faces that you see amen. of the faithful. And it keeps you going. You don't know how many times I get asked, why are you still there? And I go because my people are still there. Yes, amen. And it's not 700 of us, but they're still there. Amen. Yes. So, long, so if they're there, I'm there. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I just do that. But checks are payable, too. <laughs> On to your next verse. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Yeah. A man reaps what he sows. It says, listen, don't try to fool God and don't. Don't try to mock him now. Man only reaps what he sows. Everybody sees that? Man. Come on, Aunt. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Yeah. Whoever sows to please the spirit, from the spirit will reap eternal life. It's just simply saying, don't fool yourself. You're going you're gonna to reap whatever you sow. Now, if you continue to reap to your flesh, you won't have the strength to stand and wait. I think about my brother who probably should have gave up a long time ago. Amen. But he's still giving glory to God. Laying in the bed yes. for almost a year, he's not preaching, he's not teaching, he's not walking. Forget that stuff. He's not walking, he's barely talking. He just, he's like, man, I wish I could just eat a hamburger. I mean, he had to learn how to do everything all over again. And so, and, 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 and what, what am I selling, dude? Now it's a, it's a mental strain now. It's, it's a mental struggle now because it is so hard to wait, dude. Because yeah. you are going to get up, but you ain't going to get up until God says. Amen. And so waiting and waiting. <laughs> but here's, here's the good news. Because he's sown so much to the spirit, he has the energy to, 
to wait. If all you are is fleshly, you'll never be able to wait. That's right. That's right. You'll never be able to withhold. You'll never be able to, to, to make a stand. You, you, the drift will begin to happen. Let me tell you something. People don't walk away from God overnight. That's right. It never happens overnight. It's a slow drift away. Yes, yes. You start yes. with just being too relaxed, and you start with not really praying as much, and you start with, I never pick up my Bible anymore, and you, you start with, well, I go to church once a month. And, you just, and it slowly begins to drift you away. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful, because you're sowing to the flesh when you allow that to happen. In order to wait, in order to, to stay faithful, when all your emotions are working, to stay faithful, you have to constantly be slowing to the spirit. Yeah. I'm not saying you walk around with the Bible in your hand every day. And, no, I'm just saying you have to have those times and those moments with God. Now, people go, man, you need to read your Bible for an hour every day. I go, I don't read my Bible for an hour every day. I don't have the time. But what I do is I know that I got a week span, and in that week span, I know how much time I want to spend with God. Everybody say amen. amen. And, then some people, and then when people say I don't have time, I go, you know what, I don't believe that because you make time to do whatever you want to do. Right. Amen. You make time to go see that movie. Right, mm -hmm. right, right? You make time to go shopping. Mm -hmm. You know, you make time to eat. Amen. So, I mean, we make time to do whatever we want to do. Everybody say amen. So it says, man, sowing to the spirit really does help you be able to continue in God. And it helps you to keep from falling away when life is not going the way you want it to go. That's right. Amen. And when you're waiting for life to get better. Yes. All right, take on. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not See, give we up. you can't be tired of doing the right things. You can't be tired of going to church. You can't be tired of praying. You can't. Get tired of reading the Bible. Even if you don't understand it, read it anyway. Amen. You know how many times I read the Bible and I don't get it? I'm like, what is he talking about? Right. And then later it comes to me. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'll be riding down the street and go, oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> right. So, so here's the key. Just don't get tired of doing the right things because people come to God expecting a certain kind of life and they don't get that life and they get tired. Amen. Because they got a timeline. I'm going to come to the Lord, and in three months, my life better turn around. And if it don't turn around, if it don't go the way I want to go, see, you don't really love the Lord. You love that life. Yeah. <laughs> see, because you're going to come to the Lord, and then your life might spin the other way. You, yeah. you, you come to the Lord, and you go, how did my life get here? Mm -hmm. How did I get here? Here it is. I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a baseball star practicing my autograph. <laughs> Kids gonna wear my jerseys. I'm gonna do commercials. <laughs> all that stuff lined up. Always one of the best players, no matter when I played, how I played. And here I am. Here I am. And it's like, and you know what it is? It's, it's, it's saying, Lord, yo, have your way with me. But it's like, Okay, I'm going to stay with you, though, even though mm -hmm. my life didn't quite go the way I wanted it to go because yeah. I realized something. I don't love the life. I love you. Yes. I yes. Love somebody. I love somebody. Yes. So, so many things in your life might twist around. It might go different directions. You don't know what's happening. But the good, the good thing about it, if you're reaping to the Spirit, God will hold you up as you go through and as you're waiting. Amen. I think I'm on. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. Oh, why don't we do that? There's so many churches in America, but, man, it says when we have the opportunity to do good to anyone. 
not just people who go to church, but later it says especially those who go to church or in the household of faith, but it's like, man, when we have opportunity to do good, do it. Do it. And, and look at the world. I mean, nowadays when somebody's polite to you, aren't you shocked? <laughs> You're like shocked. Wow, that's a really nice person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like, man, because most people don't want to, they don't, they don't care. They, and, and, and I love small town living. Everybody thinks they're nice in small towns. No, they're not. <laughs> I saw this little lady at the store a week ago just going off in the store. She's like 85. And I wanted to go up and go, lady, would they run out of Japans? I mean, why are you so upset? <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, and, and people are just scared to kind of say something to her. And this little old lady just so mad. And I'm, and I'm like, whoa. Wow. The Bible says that the hearts of wax cold. Yes, yes, yes. The Bible talks about a great falling away, and, and theologians believe, means that believes when the Antichrist comes, and I believe that. But I believe it's a falling away now. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. We're moving on to Romans. Yeah, let's go. Never Romans 12, 11, it says, never be lacking in zeal. Ne- ne- Never stop being excited. Yeah. And then some people will go, well, I can't make myself excited. Yes, you can. You root for the lions. <laughs> it's like you, you, can, you, can, you have to make yourself get excited about that. It's like, it's like, man, you can't. It says serve the Lord, work hard, and not be lazy is what that really means. Serve the Lord, work hard, and don't be lazy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do for God, do you do it the best you can? I mean... I hate these people stand up here and they're singing, and, and a lot of times it's tough to get up and sing in front of people because people usually are sitting there like, yeah. some people are picking their nose, some people are watching their phones, some people are yelling at their kids, and you're still singing, and you have to sing to the glory of God. Everybody say amen. To the glory of and God. And then people who do the sound have to do the sound to the glory of God. People who do yeah. this have to do it to the glory of God. People who play instruments have to, people who teach kids, people who sell cookies. Whatever you do, you have to do it to the glory of God. You have to work hard at whatever he's telling you to do. And some of you go, I don't do that around here. But you do represent him out there. Amen. You still have to work hard for him out there. Yes. Never losing your zeal because that's what Satan wants. He wants your excitement about God. Because he's not necessarily giving you the life that you want. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm or you thought he would give you. Mm-hmm. So then you begin to lose your zeal, your excitement. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when people come to the Lord and they're so excited at first, I kind of just say, just give it, a, give it some time. When the world start eating at you, then I'm going to see yeah. if your heart has really been transformed or not. Because I've seen a lot of people cry at altars and with tears of repentance, and, and they get so excited, and they, and they start, I want to do the floor. I, I want to go to every service and teach me the Bible, and then two months later, they begin to fall off, and mm-hmm. then they Amen. begin to drift away. No, why? Because I had an excitement about God that was stolen from, from me because of the world or Satan or just because I came to him emotionally. Mm-hmm. Amen. But I never gave him my heart. I came to him because I, I, my life stinks, and so I heard about this Jesus, and he, maybe he can give me the life I've always wanted. I want to be happy. I want cars. I want to pursue the pursuit of happiness. That's the American way, and I'm saying that's the American way, but that's not God's way. As Paul, 
That's Peter. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. That's Jeremiah. Amen. That's Joseph. Man, they came to the Lord in life, spent out of control. And, yes, and the only thing that keeps you is that I don't love the life, I love God. Amen. And whatever life God gives me, just give me the grace and the mercy to be able to deal with it. Amen. And because Amen. my brother is laying in the bed right now, just watching the sun go up and go down. Doing nothing else. His only out of the house is therapy. No parks, no, no games, no ball games or anything like that. Just therapy and back home. His, his highlight of the, of the day is maybe he might be able to eat a couple of french fries today. And I go, man, you still giving God glory? Yeah, because I don't love the life. I love. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes. It says, Auntie, what? Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. You got to stay in it, guys. You got to stay in it, guys. You have in the to game. stay in it. Because yes. Satan wants your relationship. He don't want your money. He doesn't want your family. He doesn't want your, your, your happiness. He wants your relationship with God. That's what he wants. Yes. So whatever he uses, it's not your stuff. No, Satan wants to kill my family. No, he doesn't. He wants to kill your relationship with God. Satan wants to take my job. No, he doesn't. He wants you to give up on God. Yes, amen. Everything he does is for that purpose. Remember when he went to, to God about Job? He says, listen, the goal is I can make him curse you to your face. Mm. I can make him give up. I can make him give in. And then he attacked all his stuff. He didn't care about his family that he wiped out. He didn't care about his health that he took away. He cared about his relationship with the most high. Yes. And you think about it. Why does Satan love that so much? Because he don't have a relationship with the most high. He right. wants everybody to be like him. Right, right. He threw it away, so he wants you to throw it away. Amen. By getting lazy. Mm-hmm. By getting complacent. Mm -hmm. By being bored. Right. I love you, somebody. Amen. I think, come on. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. It says be joyful in hope, be patient in affliction, which is tough to do. See, because you're waiting for it to get better. And then it says you have to always pray. The Bible says, man, it says be patient when you have troubles. Pray all the time. The Bible says that uh, men should always pray and not faint. So that means if you're not praying, you're fainting. Amen. It's simply that, you know. And then we have to be careful how we pray because... Most people just pray, God, I don't feel right, fix it. God, I'm not happy, make it better. Mm -hmm. God, stuff ain't going the way I want it to do, make it go the way I want it to go. And I'm saying that ain't really a good prayer. Amen. That ain't. <laughs> That's not really a good prayer. It, it, it's the prayer, it, the prayer has to be, but see, when you read to the flesh all the time, that's the prayer that you make. When all, when, all you, when all it really comes down to is how you feel and how you want life to be, that's the kind of prayer you will make. And I'm not saying you don't pray that it gets better. I'm not saying that you don't pray your heart's desire. But what I am saying, you will add some things to it. Mm -hmm. You will add, Lord, it's really your will in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Lord, I need the strength to, to withhold this thing and 
and stand, and stand up against this thing. I, I have to have the patience to be able to wait till you deliver me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have to have to depend on my trust because I've trusted you to this point, so I'm going to trust you the rest of the way. Yes. So you got, we got, we got to, and, and then give him glory. The Bible says come to him with praise and thanksgiving, yeah. acknowledging who he is. Lord, you're still God, even though my life is jacked up right now. Yeah. Yes. See, see, it's a way you have to pray in the midst of storm, in the midst of confusion, when things aren't going the right way. Mm-hmm. See, because if, if you're not praying like that, then you really want, you really love the life, not necessarily God. Jesus. I just hear some paper rattling. That's all I get. <laughs> you, you really, you really just—we we don't really love God. We love this this life that we always desire. So we're trying God to get it. it it's it's kind of like somebody loving you for what you can do for them. Uh huh. Yeah. Amen. Would, would you want somebody to love you because of what you can do for them? Nope. Oh, come on, guy. We see some of the ugliest jokers on the planet. Have some of the most beautiful women chasing him. Why? Because he's rich. That's true. Because he's an athlete. Or everybody say, "Man, I'll, I'll, come on now." <laughs> You'd be looking like, "How did he get that?" Well, I know how he got that. <laughs> it's the life that he can provide. Everybody amen. say, amen. "Amen." I love draft day, NFL draft. Man, it's nothing like it. And these guys that come out with their little stupid suits on, and because they're rich now. And then they show the family, and there's always the girlfriend sitting there going, oh, I got one. <laughs> got him. He's going to take care of me. Do you really love him? What if he was a janitor at the high school? So, see, see God is the same way. We, God don't want us to love him for what he can just do. He wants us to love him for who he is. Amen. So we come to God going, this is the life that I want, and I've tried everything else, and I'm trying you, and I'm going to give you three months to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Be patient when you have troubles. Pray all the time, but be careful how you pray. Yes. Amen. I had somebody tell me one time, believe it or not, she goes, I'm praying that this, this, he is my husband. I'm like, how can he be your husband? He's a married man. This is my prayer, that you get out of here. <laughs> Not in this church, this is an informal church. That's my prayer is that you leave. Amen. Come on, we, people amaze me at some things they, they, they pray about. Or, or didn't they go, I pray, you know, big but, 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 and I'm like, okay, that's see, you, see, but if you someone to the flesh all the time, that's that's how you're gonna pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, where are we going? Isaiah 40, 28. Isaiah 40, let's go. Do you not know? Have, Have you not, not heard? You haven't heard yet? Come on. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. And he does not faint or grow weary, Auntie. Yes. His understanding is unsearchable. I love that. Yes. Don't you know that God is, he never faints, he never grows tired. And then he understands everything. I don't know how, but he does. Yes, he does. Think about it. We serve a God that doesn't make sense. It don't make sense. 
how can you be here and in Brazil right now? It don't make sense. How can you know how many hairs a person have on their head? It doesn't make sense. And God is saying, I don't make sense. But I'm still God. Mm-hmm. And you believe, you believe stuff that don't make sense. You believe that some God said, let there be light, and everything came. And then you believe that some, some devilish dude tried to rise up against God, and he tricked the first people that he created. Because really, it was the Big Bang Theory. I mean, did God really created somebody? And then you believe that God sent his son into a peasant girl who never been with a dude before and this guy was part God and part human and he did that he's got to die to save your soul and you believe that (laughs) you believe that and then he's got some spirit that dwells on the inside of you and then you guys believe a bible that some man wrote you believe that amen Baby, you believe that. Yeah. <laughs> now, the only way you can believe that is that it be revealed by the Spirit. Everybody say amen. Amen. And the only way you can cultivate that is if you're constantly sowing to the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And it says, man, God doesn't get tired, and he's unsearchable. You, he knows everything about you. Everybody say amen yes. now. Verse 29, auntie. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. When? While you're waiting. Yes. He, he increases your strength. He gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. How does he do that? Well, because I'm never tired. I never grow weary. Think, think about this. What if God says, oh, I woke up late today. There was no sunrise. <laughs> what if God says, oh, I, I forgot to turn the oxygen on today. What if God just said, man, I, oh, earth, I forgot to keep the earth spinning. So we got no gravity. He's so faithful, man. He just, every day, he's I know your life's out of, I know things aren't right. But he's still faithful, so faithful, and he never grows tired. And he goes, man, I can give you that same thing. He says, my peace I will give you. Yes. And when you're tired, and, and when you're tired of waiting, I'll strengthen you. Everybody say amen. Yes. I'll increase, the, see, because you're going to be tired. You're going to be sad. You're it's not going to go perfect all the time, and that's why our church isn't packed, because I have a big mouth. <laughs> Keep doing you. He's not going to answer all your prayers, because all your prayers aren't right. That's right, amen. He's, you're not going to see eye to eye. He's going to make you deal with our sin. He's going to make you look in the mirror and challenge yourself. That's why our church isn't packed. Amen. He's going to kick you in the rear end when he needs to. He's going to hug you when you you need that. Amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. Oh, he sounds like a very good parent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Auntie, where we at? 
30. Let's go. Even youths grow tired and weary, yeah, and young men stumble and fall. Around. Oh, man. Oh, Julian, man, he's just nonstop. I don't, I don't see how Julian's so big. He never sits still. He never even stands still. If you look at Julian, everybody check him out today. If he's standing there, he's constantly doing this. Constantly, just. And I look over and I go, would you stop? And he'll stop. And then slowly he'll. <laughs> never stop. Look at your kid. They never stop. Hey, man, man, Connor spent the night at our house the other night. Them suckers were up to like 6 in the morning. And, I, and they went to school. That means they got up like six in the morning to go to school, <laughs> and, and they were still up. But the Bible says that see, they grow tired. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. And young men stumble and they fall. People who depend on their youth and their strength is going to wear out. Everybody yes. say amen. Or people who just depend on their mental toughness. I'm, I'm mentally strong. Are you? Right. Let's see how strong you are when life gets to banging at your door. Yes. Auntie, come on. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Yeah. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run it and says, not grow weary. But those that who wait on the Lord, he's going to renew your strength. See, because your strength has to be renewed because yeah. it's been eaten away. It's been taken away. So God says, I'll renew it. Why? Because I don't never faint. I never grow tired. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I can give you the power because I don't never be tired. So I don't want you to be tired. Everybody say amen. amen. I'm not going to ever give up. So I don't want you to give up. So I am going to renew your strength. Yes. And they will mount up with wings like an eagle. Have you ever seen an eagle fly? They don't flap. Yeah. It's no effort. That's why eagles build their nests on the highest peaks they can find. Because eagles just soar. They don't flap. You see all these other birds flapping? Eagles don't do that. Right. They just <laughs> soar over life, man. They just soar over their issues. Hallelujah. Yes. He said, I'm going to give you wings like eagles so you can just soar over this stuff. Yes. While you're waiting. While you're waiting. Why are you waiting on me to do it? And what? It, and I think, God, what? It, what are you doing while we're waiting? Because I'm, I'm tired of the hell in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. This door closes. This door's not open, and it's just you in the hallway. Just it's crazy in the hallway. Yes. There's so much hell in the hallway. Would you open the door? Right. What are you doing? And God is saying, I'm preparing everything you need, son. I'm, I'm, I'm meticulously putting everything together. I'm piecing things around you. I'm talking to other people about your circumstance. It's not time. Not time. And then I want to present it at the right time. Yes. It's like kids on their birthday going, I want to open it now. No, you're not opening it until we have cake. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, I want to open my gifts. No, you're not opening your gifts now. It's, it's December 22nd. <laughs> So what's, what am I saying? We get childish like that, too. We, we want it right now, and I'm, I'm going, you, you know what? It ain't ready now. Not ready. It's like, it's like looking in the oven going, take the pie out now. And it's like, man, it's going to be pie soup if we take it out now. Right. We have to wait. Wait. But think about it. We're in a society where we do everything we can to not wait. And if we're waiting, what are we doing? We're complaining. complaining. Yep. Don't be in the line too long. Oh, it's nothing like, woo, me and Julie were at Walmart yesterday. They had one line open. They got 50 lines, all numbered, but only line 10 was open. 
and then the, the and then uh, and, and it's packed, packed. And Julian's standing there, man, look at this, we got one line open. I'm like, Julian, I know, we're okay, we got nowhere to be. Oh, dad, but you know I'm kind of hungry, and you know, and, I can't believe I got one line. Oh, dad, I got to find somewhere to sit. I got to find somewhere to sit. And I'm going, think about this, dude. All this crap we got in this car, you're not paying for a stick of it. <laughs> And then thankfully, because God blesses us, when we leave here, you can eat whatever you want. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You trying to tell me you can't hold up a minute? Right. Yeah. But I'm not mad at you, because that's how society is. Oh, the drive through is on. Oh, what's, what's taking so long to get them a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys know how you guys do it. <laughs> and don't let them go, oh, the fries aren't ready yet. Can you move forward a little bit? Oh, oh, my God. How can you not have fries ready? This is McDonald's. <laughs> don't want to wait. We're not built to wait. We're, we're not made to wait. Society now is not about waiting. Not at all. <laughs> oh, what do you do when you pull up to a restaurant and people are standing outside? We're not eating there. <laughs> we're waiting all day. Hey, hey, come on now. So then God comes along and says, you got to wait. And then we go, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and God is sitting there just like us, going, just parents going, I mean, where you really got to be? You know? I, I know you control time, but, you know, <laughs> I thought I controlled time. Mm -hmm. And then, wait a minute, wait a minute. Have I been faithful to this point? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not, see, I don't get tired. I'm, I'm gonna continue to be faithful. But just hold on. Can you hold on a second? <laughs> Wait on the Lord, man. It, it calls, it, 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 it desires faith. It desires patience, it, humility, meekness. Everybody say okay, Amen. Man. And, and, uh, and it's like all that stuff is, is in waiting. But you only get it when you sow to the spirit more than you do the flesh. Amen. Or you're going to faint. Yes, yes, yes. And know what that would prove? That really you just love the life you thought God would give you. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily God. Honestly, come on. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. It says, he's, I'm, when I strengthen you now, you're going to run and you're never going to get tired. Everybody say amen. amen. And you're going to walk and you are never going to give up if you learn the art of waiting. Yes. So I'm thinking, look, 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 brother, you got to just learn. I, listen, who am I to not understand? I, I don't understand what you've been through. Who am I to tell you how you should be? Because I'm still running around. I'm still, and I'm the oldest. I'm still doing everything I need to do. And here you are. And so I'm, I'm carefully telling you this because you have a right to feel the way you need to feel. Mm-hmm. But one thing I thank God for is you sown so much to the spirit. Yes, yes. That's why you can continue to watch the sun go up every day and still some kind of way give God glory. Amen. I think, come on, where are we going? Hebrews 4, 14. Let's do this one and I'll get you out of here. 
Therefore, see what Jesus says. Okay, come on. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven. We got he, a high priest that's moved into heaven. We know who that is. Everybody say amen. Amen. In case you didn't know, it's Jesus, the Son of God. Yes. Come on. Let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. It says, let us hold firmly to what you believe. See, because once, once life starts eating at what you believe, you're going to drift. You're going to start, you're going to get sad. You're going to get tired of doing the right things. You're not going to want to sing no more. You ain't going to want to play no more. You ain't going to want to sell no cookies. <laughs> you ain't going to want to teach no kids. You barely want to show up. It says, man, you gotta, you gotta be careful. It says, man, you gotta hold fast because something's trying to steal your confession. Mm -hmm. Not your money, not your family, not your health. He's trying to steal your relationship. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Destroy. That's it. Do what? Your relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Kill everything that you love, steal everything he ever gave you, and destroy your relationship with God. Amen. We have to hold fast, continue to ex express our faith in him, even though tomorrow is not sunny. Amen. You don't see no way out. You don't know how this is going to turn out. You don't even understand why this is happening. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Think, come on. Well, we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. The beauty of it is Jesus came down here and was a man who happened to be God. Yes. So therefore, we got this high priest who's not so high that he don't understand earthly things. He understands all the earthly things because he walked down here. Yes. I love this. One of the most powerful things that Jesus said was, I only do what the Father does. I only say what the Father says. Yes. You know what that says to me? Jesus had an opinion. Yeah. Wow. Yup, baby, he did. <laughs> Jesus had an opinion about things. And you know what Jesus says? I kept them. Yes. I'm only going to do what the Father does. I'm only going to say what he says because mm -hmm. I might say something else. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. It's a powerful statement. Yes. We kind of gloss over that because we know, Jesus, you're God. But you got to remember, he was walking down here on earth, and man, earth will teach you some new lessons, won't it? Yeah, it will. Because people sell you out, they talk behind your back, they follow behind you just to get you in trouble. Mm -hmm. They try to trick you. They accused him everywhere he went. The disciples sold him out. He was hungry. He was tired. Everybody say amen. Amen. He needed money. Yeah, he did. He had nowhere to stay. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus has been through everything. We, he came from a family that wasn't really his. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and tell Jesus something that you think he, don't, he doesn't get. He gets it. And that's the beauty of it. We have a high priest. What do high priests do? They pray for us constantly. Yes. We have a high priest, not a pastor or a priest down here, a high priest who's constantly at the right hand of the Father going, I know what they need. Yes. And God is going, good, because I've never been hungry. Right. Yes. I don't, I don't even sleep. The Bible says Jesus was asleep on the boat. God goes, I don't sleep. Right. Jesus is going, God, they, she needs a restful night's sleep. God is going, okay. <laughs> I don't sleep. I don't need it. Everybody say amen mm -hmm. now. <laughs> so 
God is going, I don't get hungry. Jesus gets hungry. Mm-hmm. God says whenever somebody tries to up against me, I just fan them away. Mm-hmm. Jesus had to deal with it. Yes. Jesus had to turn the other cheek, so to speak. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. I think, come on. But we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as oh, we are. Oh, that means Jesus was tempted to slap somebody just like I am. And in fact, Jesus did slap somebody in the temple. <laughs> How can Jesus go in there and beat people out of the temple? <laughs> and the Bible says he's never sinned. Mm-hmm. That means I can beat people out of the temple? <laughs> no, it was his righteous anger about what was going on. Amen. Say amen. A lot of people Jesus should have hit, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. He's been tempted in every way. So, that, so Jesus, were you tempted to go back on God? And get, no, he says, but I did question God for like two seconds. Yeah. I said, there's got to be another way. You've got to let this cup pass for me. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. And why did he say, nevertheless, your will be done? Because he's sown to the Spirit so much. Yeah. See, he's saying, I don't want it to go this way. I know you told me it was going to go this way, but I don't want it to go this way. Th- th- there should be another way. Amen. Cross, really? Being away from you for the first time? You looking at me in a, because I'm carrying sin? People think that he was really just scared to die. No, he was scared that what was going to happen. Amen. You're going to turn away from me for the first time. I don't want that. Got to be another way. You think Jesus didn't have an opinion? Right. Of course he did. You think everything went the way Jesus wanted it to? No, but he, he knew the Father, hallelujah, was, yeah. was God in his life. Imagine if you were born to die. Mm. And we are born and we're going to die, but no, you're born to die. Not at 70, 80, 90 years old, but at 33. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Verse 16, Auntie, we're done. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Let us approach God's throne. Why? Because we have a high priest who's up there helping us out now with all the confidence that we can muster so that we can receive something. Your problem fixed? Your situation the way you want it? No. It says so we can receive mercy. That means that God is not giving you what you deserve. And it says, and we will find grace. That means God will give you what you don't deserve. He gives it to you anyway. (laughs) And then he will help us in our time of need while we're waiting. I, I didn't have nothing today. This is actually pretty good. All I had was thinking about my brother. Approach the throne now mm-hmm. so that you will receive something. Mercy. Mercy. That you're going to need until God fixes all of this. And grace that you're going to need to get you through this until he fixes it. Amen. I thank God for God's mercy every day because I know what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for what everything God gives me because... Really, I don't deserve that. But he gives it to me anyway. Amen. It's a permanent state of humility. Understanding something. God will 
really, really, my life, you really should have thrown me out a long time ago. You, you really should have gave up on me years ago. Me too. I don't even see how you found me in the beginning. I wasn't thinking about you. You found me. Right. Amen. You weren't lost. I was lost. Amen. And you found me. And all these years you've been patient and you haven't brought destruction upon me. You haven't turned your face from me. And you keep just blessing me even though I know I don't deserve it. Amen. Only sowing to the spirit helps you realize that. While you're praying for your situation to be different. A lot of transitions going on around me. People that I really love are transitioning. And it's like, Lord, I'm going to have to wait. Amen. I'm going to have to trust you. I'm going to have to give me the grace to be able to do it. Because life ain't going the way I I would desire it. It's not bad, but it's not going the way I desire it. And then, I, and then the people go, why? I said it earlier, why are you still in Emily City when you can be? And I go, well, it's because I've sown enough to the Spirit to, I'm going to do what God has told me to do. The last thing he told me to do, I'm going to do it until he tells me to do something else. Amen. And no matter what the situation and circumstance, I'm not going to stop doing it. I'm not going to grow weary. Everybody say amen. Amen. I'm going to keep my zeal about it. I'm going to stay faithful. Amen. That's the least I can do for what he's done for me. The least. So if I go off into the sunset chasing something, I'm out of God's will. I'm not saying I'm going to be here forever. But what I am saying is I'm going to be here until he tells me to do something else. Amen. Not until people tell me to do something else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So every January, I think about doing something else. <laughs> and the day is all nice, and the weekend's nice. It's, you know it's going down to 40 next week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shush me, Maria, it is. <laughs> and, and the reason, only reason why it didn't rain today is because I didn't wash my truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got friends all over the country. Oh, it's 88 here today. Oh, it's just another sunny day. And then there are people out of state who live in states where their weather's better. They always ask you, how's the weather? Punk, you know how the weather is. <laughs> and they all go, why you get so angry? Because you know how the weather is. <laughs> I yell at my mom. I'm like, how's the weather up there? Mom, you just left. You know how the weather is. <laughs> you telling me you was walking at the park? I don't want to hear that stuff. It's like, man, I'm waiting. So that means when you're waiting, you got to watch what you're listening to. That's true. You got to watch what people are telling you when you're waiting. Amen. Come on up. I didn't have nothing. I hope that helps somebody. But if you think about it, I just really believe the word works. And if we slow down and read the word, something will you'll get something out of it. Slow down and read, the, slow down and read it. And, then, and never come out the Bible so you guys can't argue with me. So right now, okay, think about some stuff in your life that's not really going the way. Or, or you don't really know how it's going to work out. And, and some things aren't really bad. It's just not really the way you would like it to be. And, I, and I'm going, okay, well, I just taught you how to wait. 
and how to pray, Hallelujah. what to trust in, how, to, how, you're, how, you're, how you should act while you're waiting. So I'm trying to, to, to do God like I want Julian to do me. So I'm like, son, stop rocking. All day, all day long, all day long, all day. And I'm sitting and I just watch him. He's looking around all day, grinding his hands all day, all day. Just revved up all day. Son, we got to learn how to wait. But I'm not mad because I think your dad does God the same way. Help us both in Jesus' name. Come on, let's take communion.